Hello, I'm Avery or Hazel or Kylie. You can just pick one, I don't care. Hello, I am Lily. And welcome to the From the Closet podcast. Today, we are covering Black Panther, the 2018 movie, not Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We're not there yet. Um, we're not even close to being there yet. Eh, I'd say we're kind of close. We. I don't think we... I don't think we finish uh, Phase 4 next year. No, I don't think we do, because Phase 4, I think, has more than 12 properties. But, I mean, we're finishing Phase 3 this year for sure. Um, so, oh, yeah. anyway, I don't think you told me what's on the schedule. Oh, I think shit. you. I think you I started to. to and then didn't. Yeah, yeah, let me scroll past through all of the um, Black... Panther, Black Panther, with a frick. God, why? Okay. Um, next week is Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, and Hocus Pocus 2. And next month, you can join us for Avengers Infinity War. Which takes place quite a long time after this movie. Yeah, uh, but anyway. It's only eight uh, months. Or Actually, nine. I'm... You said eight, right? I said nine... But I'm actually, actually, I think it's ten, because I was thinking, okay. um, I was thinking Avengers: Infinity War took place in April 2018, but that's when the movie came out. It actually takes place in May 2018. Oh, okay. Ooh, um, the week after Hocus Pocus is Inside Out. That's cool. Yeah, because that's what the wheel landed on when we covered that movie. I know, but. I'm making the broad statement of, hey, cool, inside out. Yeah, but anyway, um, obviously this podcast will contain spoilers for Black Panther. If you would like to avoid those, there will be a link in the description below to the Just Watch page for this movie, which itself will have links to every platform you can rent, purchase, or stream this movie on, with price comparisons for renting and purchasing. For us here in the U.S., it is available for streaming on Disney+. Plus. Um, you will also find a link in the, in the description below to our Patreon, where you can vote on future episodes of this show, as well as get access to episodes before they release, as well as early access to episodes of our sister show, Off the Shelf, which is about books, and that podcast is exclusive to YouTube and Patreon. Also in the description, you'll find a link to Anchor.fm, which is now Spotify for podcasters, which itself will have links to every platform that this podcast is on, as well as links to our Instagram and Twitter where you can be notified when we release a new episode. And, if you'd like to support us but cannot do so financially, the best way to, listen, the best way to do so is to listen to, our spot, listen to our podcast on Spotify. Jesus. I gotta... <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, but with all that said, please get out if you'd like to avoid spoilers, because we're going to start talking about this movie now. All right, so, uh, what did you think of this say movie? What I said, I'm going to say what I said to Avery. Um, this, this is just, their king is uh, their fursona. No. Stop. Get I some help. I will not stop. <laughs> I do not need help. Yes, you do. I, I'm sorry. You I'm not the only person that thinks like the black uh, the Black Panther is just like a fur suit. 
if there are other people that think that, I don't want to meet them. Personally, <laughs> I think you. I personally, I think you've like been watching too many of the clicks videos. That's probably true. <laughs> However, um, I only thought that when, it, like, in that little afterlife area, what there was bunch of black panthers on a tree and one of them transformed into a like his father or whatever and i was like wait a minute it's just their persona but anyway this movie takes place like right after civil war it's like it's from june 2016 to july 2016 um so like it's kind of over a few weeks um but this is like this was the last movie they released before Infinity War, and in Infinity War is like ten months later, and there are several movies between these two, like Spider-Man: Homecoming. Actually, yeah, yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming is in September uh, of 2016, so it's between Black Panther and Infinity War. Doctor Strange and Thor Ragnarok are also definitely between Civil War and Infinity War. Black Widow is between C Civil War and Infinity War, but that movie wouldn't release until 2021. Um, yeah, it does make me wonder why they um, released Black Panther so late. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you want the exact timeline, Black Panther... Uh, it, it goes Civil War, then Black Widow, then Black Panther. And then Spider-Man Homecoming. Hmm. But yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It, it, it's very bizarre how they did it. Um, it, it to me, it would have made more sense for Thor Ragnarok to be the last movie before Infinity War. Considering yeah. Thor, like the Thor Ragnarok post credit scene, and like that's where the movie ends, and that's where Infinity War begins. Like Infinity War picks right up from there. Really? Yeah. And then Guardians of the Gal so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I have no idea why. Well, I know why that released so so late. They wanted some time between, like, the two Guardians of the Galaxy movies, but. That movie takes place only a month after the first one. Hmm. Like, that movie is before Age of Ultron even happens. God, I, sorry, every time I think of, about the Guardians of the Galaxy, I just think of three. Is, um, I did one of those things where I watched a movie before I was supposed or Yeah. Before I was supposed to. <laughs> Cardinal Sin. No, I'm kidding. I still haven't seen 3. I'm waiting for it to come to Disney+. Plus, Which I believe uh, will be in August. So, next month. Ooh. Something to look forward to, I guess. I'm also currently trying to watch Secret Invasion. And fuck it, I forgot to watch Episode 2 again. Um, <laughs> but, like, I've, I'm caught up with everything else. Like, I've, I've just got to see... Uh, the newer episodes of Secret Invasion, as well as Guardians 3. But, um... And, yeah, I still have a lot of the, like, the older TV shows to watch, but other than that, I'm caught up. 
Um, whereas what we have covered, that's where I'm caught up to. <laughs> I've I've only seen beyond um, this. I'm pretty sure you've only Loki. seen Loki and Guardians Three, yeah. right? I don't even think yeah, you've the... seen Into the Spider Verse. No, I haven't. Um, actually, other than all of this, um, other than what we've covered, I have seen everything up through, like, mainline MCU. Um, I've seen everything up except for, um, Guardians 3 and the newest episode of Secret Invasion. Um, which actually, by the time this comes out, there will actually be two episodes of Secret Invasion that I haven't seen yet. But I may have seen them both by the time this releases. Who knows? Um, <laughs> as far as, as far as Sony movies go, I have not watched, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Venom 2, Morbius, or Across the Spider-Verse. And as far as X-Men movies go, um, obviously I've seen everything we've covered so far, plus I have seen X-Men Origins Wolverine, X-Men First Class, uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, and X-Men Apocalypse. All the other movies I've never seen. And I also haven't seen Legion or The Gifted, but we don't even know if those will be tied in. <laughs> yeah, so... I guess now we're caught up on um, what we have and haven't watched on the MCU. Ah, shit, I forgot to announce that... Uh, uh, okay, I, yeah, just while we're on the topic of X-Men, I guess, for the people who like, have made it in this far. Uh, our coverage of the X-Men series is kind of halted for now because X-Men Origins Wolverine is not on Disney+. Plus. It's only available on Stars, so... It, it's going to be paused until it comes back to Disney+, Plus or one of us is able to buy it. You know, you know I don't understand why you kept saying, like, you know, the coverage of this has been paused... Because to the audience, it doesn't matter. They, because since everything that we do is randomized by a wheel, we could be covering it tomorrow, we could be covering it next year, and would still never be paused. Like, we didn't have to put on pause. Yeah, but, like, I, I feel like it's better to update them and, and update people and let them know, hey, like, it may be quite a long time before we ever touch X-Men again. I mean, I do wish I can, like, update, you know, do updates on Twitter. Though no one's, you know, no one looks at our Twitter. <laughs> Instagram, I don't. Like, you have to, like, have a photo. And I, it's just, I don't like how you post Instagram. Yeah, but whatever. Let's get back to Black Panther. Okay, so you and I were talking about something that happened in this movie. And I think I'm going to have some points to say about it. So, mm. like, they made a reference to a meme in this movie. And oh, yeah. actually, by the time that... Actually, by the time this movie came out, the meme was already dead. But um, you made the claim that they should have known not to do that. I'm going to disagree. Because really, well, since it you, was... Uh, made, yeah, you made the argument that, um, well, just the entire existence of, um, what was it? Ralph Briggs the Internet? Yeah. 
they, and I will remain that they should have known better. Clearly, they didn't. Well, see, to me, at least from what I remember, this movie is what sparked the conversation about putting memes in movies and about really? how it really doesn't work. Because very often, um, the meme will die before the movie even gets a chance to come out. And it also just leads to those jokes not really aging that well. Um, Honestly, I thought the conversation was started uh, a lot late, uh, sooner than that. Yeah, but what movie would have like sparked that conversation? Good, good point. I yeah. have to say. Um... I mean, I just thought, like, the very concept of memes is very like a bag of chips. You eat it, you laugh at you laugh at the joke, but then as soon as another flavor of chips, you just throw it out and grab a new one. Okay, that analogy would actually work for FIFA games, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it worked better for, like, FIFA. No, um, like... But, like, for those games, like, EA Sports games, a new one comes out, suddenly you stop caring about the ones that came previously. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Like, it, it, it's just one joke in the entire movie that doesn't age well. I, I'm fine with that. And it's, and it's, at least in this case, it's not aging well for a good reason. Um... Because a lot of jokes in older movies don't age well for all the wrong reasons. That's true. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, jokes that are fucking racist. This one is just cringy. Yeah. But hey, um, whatever. So, a little fun fact. This movie, um... Okay, uh, I'm actually not sure if this fun fact is accurate anymore. <laughs> Uh, cause Is of Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, there was at one point a time where this was the fifth highest grossing MCU movie of all time. I'm not sure if it still huh. is. Eh, and the probably reason- Probably not. The reason I'm not sure if it still is, is because of Spider-Man No Way Home. That movie made a shit ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I, mean, I mean- um, well, the other movies, like, uh, Endgame, I remember Endgame made a- fuck ton of money as well. well yeah see what i'm remembering is that um there was a time where if you looked at the top 10 highest grossing movies period of all time all four mm. avengers for all four avengers films were on that list and then if you expanded it to top 15 number 12 was black panther i see so um th this movie was fucking huge and it's easy to see why, because if you really think about it, when has there ever, before this, before this movie, when was there ever a live-action superhero movie with a black main character? That's a good question that I cannot answer. Yeah, for a few reasons. Uh, I'm I pretty don't sure. Pay attention to um. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the answer is never. There have been plenty of black superheroes in the past. Like, even in the MCU, we've had Falcon and War Machine. 
Um, in Teen Titans, you had Cyborg. Um, but one this of the, is the green first time he's like the main character. Yeah, exactly. And then later on that year, we would get Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Um, and yes, that's an alternate universe version of Spider-Man, but it is a black Spider-Man. And it's also animated. Yeah, that one's animated. So so is Teen Titans, but whatever. Um, and then there's like there's plenty of black superheroes in the comics in TV shows, but those are TV shows. Those aren't movies. So obviously people flocked to this movie, and ironically, this movie is one of those movies that a lot of people say they feel like Marvel could have just made this a solo movie and not tied it to the MCU at all. I'm okay with either outcome, honestly, but I hmm. I do kind of wish Marvel made more solo movies. Um, solo movies are just... Filler. Sorry, what? I thought you hated filler. No, I mean like solo movies as in movies that aren't tied to the MCU in any regard. Hmm. Not like a filler movie, just completely separate universe, detached from everything. But they don't do that anymore. I was uh, very, a little bit interested, so... Where the hell are Captain America in all of this? Okay, Captain America's off doing who fucking knows what, it doesn't matter where he is. Frankly, he's not out superheroing because Tony has his shield. Um, I mean, it, I just imagine him, like, cutting down wood and being like a lumberjack or something, like, honest work. I mean, he's just, he's in hiding because you remember he didn't sign the Sokovia Accords and he's technically considered a criminal by the UN. Right, yeah. And then we have a few more movies before the Sokovia Accords uh, disappears, right? We have quite a bit before the Sokovia Accords disappear. But, but yeah, before um, then, we have um, the populace has to disappear first. Yeah, but also we don't know we don't know exactly when the Sokovia Accords were dissolved. We just know they were. So basically, it was one movie's like. Sokovia Accords are very bad. Next movie, I am very glad Sokovia Accords died. I, it's you know, a little more... It'd be interesting, like, if um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. were the reason why Sokovia Accords just died. No. Um, absolutely not. Actually, I'm pretty sure the reason that the Sokovia Accords were dissolved... Well, you know what? I'm going to have to tell you later. Um, I mean, if but you can't anyway. say it, then, like, in front of the podcast, then it's even wise to tell me because of, you know, spoilers. Well, that's what, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Like, that we're gonna have to talk about this at a later date. Oh, okay, that's... I don't know why when you said later, I just, I just thought you meant, like, after the podcast, after the recording. No. Uh, but anyway, like... So, this movie is kind of dealing with the fallout from Civil War, and I remember hearing someone say, do you seriously think 
there are people watching this movie who haven't seen Civil War. And I'm like, bro, are you high? This movie, like, had, like, so many more people going to see it than saw Civil War. The first time I saw this movie, I hadn't seen Civil War. And when I finally saw Civil War, I was shocked Black Panther was even there. So, yeah, Black Panther... I mean, Black Panther really got a proper introduction in this movie. Yeah, for sure. And they had been alluding to this movie... Like, that there had been, like, suggestions that this movie was going to happen as far back as Age of Ultron. Because they mentioned Wakanda a couple of times in that movie. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Um, and God, what a movie. Okay. I, I, w I've talked before about how most of the movie MCU villains are terrible. But that is not the case with this movie. <laughs> God, um... I definitely don't say the, the main villain is terrible in this movie, but I definitely did see that... D didn't he literally just have the same powers as our main character? This is true. Um, it, it is a very often thing where the MCU will pit the hero against the character with the same powers. But... Actually, now that I think about it, um, it's a little bit different. Because he had the power of the Black Panther while our original hero didn't. At least for a while, he got it back, though. Really? Like, yeah. uh, after the fight, or... No, or it was before the like, fight? before, like when he was recovering and stuff. That was literally oh. how they got him to recover. Okay. Yeah. But, oh, um, right, as so a... that's why... Okay, now, I'm starting to piece together everything now. Yeah. But, unfortunately, as a consequence of what happened in this movie, uh, there is no more of that heart-shaped herb. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Did Were you not paying oh, attention? Oh, right, yeah. Wait. So then how is there a new Black Panther? You'll find out later. But yeah, um... Does that... Actually, no, I have one question. Does... How does a new Black Panther get resolved organically... Or a, oh shit, oh fuck, the original actor died. Sorry, like, um, the whole thing, like, the, the next movie, the, the next Black Panther movie is going to be, like, it literally starts off with, uh, T'Challa's funeral. I mean, I'm just wondering how they get back that, um, that little fruit that made him the Black Panther. You'll see why. It, you'll see how eventually. I can't tell you why. Okay. But um, regardless, uh, yeah. Um, like Lily mentioned, the actor who played T'Challa in this movie, uh, Chadwick Boseman, he passed away in 2020, I believe, um, from cancer, and he even was battling this cancer during the making of this movie. Um, and he just kept quiet about it. Um, it was 
very sad. Uh, and the last thing that he ever got to work on uh, before passing away was What If? Uh, and there is an episode of What If? that is literally dedicated to him. So that's uh, it, it was really cool, I guess. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we will be seeing this character again um, in Infinity War and Endgame, and we will also see variants of him in What If. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, now the character is just dead. Yeah, as far as mainline MCU goes, yeah, the, uh, the character of T'Challa is dead, because Marvel... Well, for starters, I think Marvel was actually planning to kill off the character anyway. Um, really? Yeah. Um, at least that's how that's what it seemed like to me. It was like they were planning to kill off the character, but probably to do it in a slightly different way. Because I think they were going to have the character actually like die, like actually have some speaking lines in the new movie. But the actor died, and they were like, it is not worth recasting him. That would feel kind of disrespectful to recast him and then kill him off. So they just yeah. kind of didn't do that. So his death just came a lot sooner. Yeah. His death kind of occurs between movies. So when we start with the, the new movie, he's already dead. I did have, like, like, when I was asking the uh, original question about, um, I was wondering if it was their plan on making an old, how to become the next king of uh, Wakanda. Like, if they intended that from the beginning, or they only did that because of his death. Well, see, the thing is, and um, now that was, I guess I got my answer. The thing is, the character who was supposed to become Black Panther after T'Challa in the comics mm. was introduced in this movie. Really? Yes. Hmm. Um, so, like, that's all I'll say. You'll see more later when we cover that movie. Uh, but, yeah, so, this, I, I feel like Back on what I was saying earlier about the villain of this movie. I love this villain. I think this is one of the most compelling MCU villains. Uh, possibly the most compelling. I don't know. It's a tough call between Killmonger and Thanos. I mean, isn't Thanos literally doing everything just wrong? Like killing off, uh, doing what he's doing does not equate to what he wants. I mean, it's not going to work, but he believes it will, and you understand, like, you're meant to understand why he believes it will. But we're going to talk more about that in, when we cover Infinity War. But, also, like, the this, comics was just, like, not compelling at all. Yeah, no. Uh, but this movie, alright, I don't know if, like, Cinema Therapy brought up a good point. I don't know of another movie where the villain successfully convinces the hero that he's right. 
Okay, for some reason, I swear to God, we've um, covered another movie like that. I don't think so. Like, recently. Or at least, recently, we we covered a movie where, um, the, like, the bad guy had points of, um, God, I can't think of it, but, like, in, no. Actually, in Humans. Sorry, not a movie, but that, I think that's actually what I was thinking of, but, like, well, see, that guy within... was, um, teaching them main hero, but that guy's With... still bad, so punished. Within humans, it was quite a lot different. Uh, there are some parallels here, I guess, but within humans, the bad guy didn't actually believe in the things that he was saying. Uh, I, I should just say Maximus is who we're talking about. Maximus didn't believe in the things he was saying. He was just saying the things to get support from the people. And our heroes yeah. were were actually kind of learning from the people of Earth, and not from Maximus. Either way, though, Inhumans was bad. And this movie is actually good. Because, like, the story's good. And, like, a lot of people, and I don't want to speak, like, I'm not speaking for myself here. To be clear, both of us are white. Alright? So, it... Neither one of us are really qualified to talk about, like, black culture at all. But from what I've heard from people who are qualified to talk about it, it's really good. And, like, the other thing, too, is, like, most of the cast and crew behind this movie were black. Um, uh, in fact, yeah. the, the only people I can think of who, who were involved with this movie who were white were... Like, a couple of the actors, like the actor for Everett Ross, um, and, like, some other actors who played characters when they were outside of Wakanda. Um, obviously, Sebastian Stan, who plays Winter Soldier, was in this movie, and he's white. Um, and then you have Kevin Feige, who's the producer and CEO of Marvel Studios, and then Stan Lee, who's the CEO of Marvel Comics. And he made, like, a cameo appearance in this movie. As, I mean, you have to have a Stanley uh, cameo. Yeah, until unfortunately he died. Yeah. Um. I for, I I remember the Stanley ca cameo perfectly, but now I forgot like what he said. Yeah, I've forgotten what he said too. But ultimately, it doesn't matter. Also, just worth pointing out. Back in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, they confirmed that all of the Stanley cameos are, uh, like, they are inform they are informants for the Watcher. Or the Watchers, I should say. So, I mean, that's a whole thing in and of itself. I think that's neat. But, regardless, like, the villain here convinces the hero that he's right, and I think that's actually really cool. But obviously, like, he's kind of become an extremist who can't see, like, the difference between his actually valid, like, moral goals that he wants to achieve. He can't see the difference between that and revenge. And that's where the problem comes in. Yeah, he's basically like, let's start a war. 
And yeah. in um, Story Writing 101, um, through watching all these movies, I've determined that is actually a bad thing. Yeah, in fact, wasn't the last movie... Like, didn't the last movie literally say, A wise king never seeks out war, but must always be ready for it? Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like, you know, Black, uh, the Killmonger, he wanted to take, he, he wanted to basically take the oppressed and put the oppressed in the position of the oppressor. And that's just not good, because that's just going to cause the cycle to continuously repeat. Uh, because eventually, the oppressed will rise up again, and become the oppressors again, and it just... Someone's got to end the cycle. Yeah. And when... And to be clear, though, when he says that Wakanda has the means to liberate people in every nation on the world, he's fucking serious. Like, it, it, in-universe, Wakanda's powerful enough to be able to, like, fucking wipe the United States off the map if they wanted to. But, of course... Getting into war, um, I mean, how do you um, do, like, half the things he's saying without threatening other nations? You go about it the right way. You don't start wars. Mm. You start Humans helping... always corrupt, though. Um, you start helping... Might start wars with you. You start helping, um, it's funny you say that, um, but you start helping the people, and you start helping them out of poverty, which is what we see is going to be happening at the end of this movie. Okay, uh, when I also have something, I actually do have one question I, I want to ask. Sure. So we have the origin story about Vibranium, right? Yeah. It came from a meteor. Mm-hmm. Striked Africa. Mm-hmm. Am I getting all this right? Yeah. But that's just one meteor. Yes. And they built all of this. Like, aren't they worried about a Vibranium um, supply issue? Well, from what they said in this movie, like, they're, like, essentially, Vibranium has kind of, like, filled, like, filled up, like, a mountain somehow, and they, like, they haven't mined all the way through of it. They, they've only scratched the surface of it. Huh. Interesting. So, no, I don't think they're concerned about the supply. In fact, Wakanda could share the vibranium with the rest of the world if they wanted to. Some Something tells me that they don't want to. Yeah, no. Vibranium can be very dangerous. Um, and also, I mean, it's But just imagine, like, all of our power grids are just powered by vibranium. Well, something, uh, it just uh, as I was about to say, uh, something that is worth noting is that Captain America's shield 
and the Winter Soldier's arm are made of vibranium. That's another thing I don't understand about all like how all this works. Some how vibranium they... it's not totally clear how this happened. Um but we know that there was an, a, a vibranium artifact in a museum that was originally from Wakanda. Uh, so maybe it's like things like that. And then obviously we have the character Claw who got in and stole some vibranium. But that seems like it would have happened... Well, you know, actually it could have happened ever since Claw got in. It, like, No, there's no way Claw got in and stole the vibranium that made Cap's shield. That's not possible. Because Captain America had that shield back in the 40s. Yeah, exactly. So, likely it was from some other artifact that came from Wakanda. Possibly a weapon that got left behind in a war. Because clearly they have fought wars with other nations in the past. How do they have wars if no one can ever see where they are? Well, I mean... At some point, they had to uh, figure out a way to hide the nation, but they probably didn't always. Mm. Good point. Yeah. I mean, they did, they did mention about how they only fight when absolutely necessary, and that leads me to the conclusion that there have been times in the past where it's been absolutely necessary. I mean, you do not have an intense array of weapons for no fights. Yeah, exactly. Oh, actually, um, wait. I actually forgot something. Why was Black Panther in um, Civil War again? Uh, because King T'Chaka... His father was a like a member of the United Nations. So for starters, the Black Panther and T'Chaka were pretty much there for the UN meeting, um, and that oh okay yeah that meeting got bombed, and that's what led to Black the like T'Challa being like the Black Panther in all of the Civil War fights because of the bombing that killed his father. Oh, so that... Okay. Now that... Um... That's what killed his father. Now I remember. Yeah. But, uh... Regardless, like, I... I, I don't know. Personally, I find this movie to be pretty good. I, I would say it's a top five MCU movie. Um... I love the story. Love the score. Just that almost everything. Yeah, it doesn't have uh, many flaws. Yeah, like, it is a little bit silly that the leader of the nation is picked by, like, combat. But, I mean, it does make a little bit of sense to have who, like, who becomes Black Panther be chosen by combat. That makes some sense, but it is a little silly. I have heard a couple of people say it's racist, but given that mostly the people who worked on this movie were black, I don't know if it's fair to say that that it's racist. But that's just my take, as a white person. Yeah. I mean... Like, 
if the there people working on this movie, word? yeah, like if the people working on this movie were black and chose to include it, thinking it's okay, I don't know if it's fair to say that it's racist. I mean, there's definitely been a few cases of where um, someone is a part of the group, but also hating the group. Though you see that. I don't think it's, this is the case, but I've definitely seen instances where you can seen, see something like that. I've seen instances of that happening, but given the care and love that went into this movie to like try to show like the culture of like African people, like even choosing a African language to have the Wakandans speak. Um, instead of, like, making up a completely fictional language, like, and not only that, it's a language that I had never heard of. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Uh, it's spelled X-H-O-S-A. I'm not gonna attempt to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apparently- um, I asked Avery, um, because I was just curious. Yeah, um, but, yeah, like, they they put a lot of work into this movie and you can feel you can feel the love for the culture in this movie so like in my mind i don't i don't think this movie is racist and i have only seen like two or three people make this claim yeah and i mean other than maybe that there there's it's a baseless claim yeah other than maybe that. So, I don't know. Like, um, I... They also, like, the only reason Sebastian Stan was even in this movie was, like, because they kind of had to, like, tie in that thread that they left in in Civil War. Uh, but for the most part, this is a solo movie. The only character from previous movies besides Winter Soldier who even appears, is Everett Ross. Uh, he was in Civil War, so... I think he was in Civil War at any rate. Um, uh, good old Ross. Yeah, and, and just to clear up something, I'm not even sure if you're confused about this, there are two characters named Ross. There's Thaddeus Ross, who was the general. He is the one from The Incredible Hulk. He also showed up again in Civil War. And, like, he was the one telling the Avengers that they have to sign. And, and basically, General blah blah blah. You have Everett Ross, who's in this movie, and I believe he's also in Civil War, and he's a CIA agent. Why is there two people named Ross in the same movie? Be- because. Okay. Uh, that's enough explanation I need. Yeah, and I don't even think they're related either. <laughs> of course they're not. It, it, it's just a funny coincidence, I guess. And uh, um, also... We're just hearing... Worth... Um, sorry, what? Well, go ahead and say what you were going to say. No, no, no. You, you say. <laughs> uh, just another uh, coincidence thing. We're talking about Thaddeus Ross. Uh, the actor who played Thaddeus Ross... Uh, also passed away recently. More? Ugh, that's just... It's sad to see. Yeah. yeah. 
Not the guy playing the Ross character in this movie. The other Ross character. Yeah. And, um... They oh have my already. God. Uh, this is, they this have... is reminding me of the um, Agents of Shield, uh, um, where it's like the four uh, siblings that were. Oh uh, yeah, Koenig. The Koenigs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marvel has actually announced their replacement for the Thaddeus Ross actor because they are actually recasting him. And I'm not surprised that they're doing that, because that character is supposed to, uh... That character... In the comics, that character became the Red Hulk. I'm not sure that that's happening in the MCU, but we'll see. I mean, the character right now is non-consequential. Yeah, I mean... I think he's in charge of some government department that's, like, trying to track down... Uh, Captain America and like Scarlet Witch and Winter Soldier, but beyond that, he's like kind of not really major. But I was gonna say before, um, we're actually sitting pretty comfortably at uh, 45 minutes. Are we? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know, like. The fight scenes... I, I feel like the fight scenes in this movie are pretty good. Um, I don't... We don't cut episodes um, because they're too long, though. I mean, I don't know. It almost seems like we're getting to the point where we don't have that much more to say. I don't know about I mean, you. I have a few things to say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So, like... I don't know. Okay, so I think the fight scenes in this movie are pretty good. Certainly kind of unlike a lot of the other fight scenes we've seen out of the MCU. I don't know if you feel the same way about that. Eh, I mean, they're fine. Um, I mean, I, I just find uh, those around the same. Yeah. Their fight eh. scenes. You know, uh, just the another thing, like, I, I do like that uh, a lot of the characters we're introduced to here, like uh, Shuri and uh, Nakia, as well as uh, M'Baku, and uh, ironically, Killmonger, we're going to be seeing him again, but not, well, not because he's alive, although actually he is alive in one other thing, but that's... That's a variant. Um, well, I just thought about it. Be because he died while he was quote-unquote king, would he also go to, like, the land of kings, uh, the past kings? The ancestral plane? Yes. Huh. That's an interesting thing. And, you know, speaking on the ancestral plane... I think the moment where T'Challa goes there and, like, he's standing in front of an entire line of Black Panthers and he's, like, the amount of bravery that he has to stand there and tell them that all of them are wrong and that Killmonger is right. That's, like, really gutsy. I mean, they're already dead. Yeah. 
but still, like, to come to the realization that, I don't know, they're all wrong, Killmonger is right, and now he he's a result of what they created, and he has to go make it right. I think, I think that's pretty good storytelling, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, this is just coming off of us having seen Inhumans, which was pretty bad storytelling. The, I mean, but yeah. Uh, this was meant to be a movie, and the other one was meant to be a movie. Only one of them remained to be a movie. Yeah, but I don't think this had e ever had any chance of being scrapped and becoming a TV show. True. I just don't think um, Inhuman should have been scrapped. Yeah. Um, they should have made that I mean, a movie, hell, not a TV show. This this would actually have been a good opportunity to introduce Inhumans to the main MCU. And they wasted it. Yeah. And we're talking about this despite the fact that like our Inhumans episode isn't coming out for a month. Oh, shit. Wait, what? Well, not a uh, full yeah. month. Oh, yeah. Doesn't it actually... Yeah, doesn't it come out at the end of the month? Yep. Huh. But, yeah, um... I guess with all that said, I, I'd like to... Uh, if you'd like, you could go ahead and get into the critic ratings. Okay. Um, IMDb... Yeah, IMDb gives this a 7.3 out of 10. Ron Tomatoes gives it a 96%. Uh, and 89% of Google users like this movie. I think I'm going to give this an 8.8. Mm, 8.4. Alright, so join us... Uh, next week for Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves and what was it? Hocus Pocus 2? Um, yes, I accidentally just closed the um, page, but that definitely sounded right. Yeah, you can catch us for Inhumans later this month. Uh, we certainly talked about it a lot here. Um, and you can join us for Infinity War next month. Really looking forward to Where that. The wars never end. Yeah, they go on for infinity. Uh, but anyway, um, until then, I've been Avery, that's been Lily, and we will be seeing you.